0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Voices of Roland. It is I, your host Anthony Perez, and my co-host here,
1: Allison Ray.
0: And today's topic is going to be really sad. It is about like school shootings and um our experience with that in our old high schools and like. Our thought processes throughout the day, being affected by that, or, like, very near situations that has happened, because I live in Miami, in Florida, and the storm in Douglas was about, like, 30-ish minutes away from me, so that really hit a lot closer to home than all the other ones, because the other ones would be, like, out of sleep, but this one was, like, within an hour from me, but... Um, I want to start out by saying, like, I feel terrible, and I hope that every parent who has lost a child to gun violence, like, finds peace and heals and all that, because I know it's not easy, and I have had, met people that were affected by that, and it's, it's terrible what they go through. Um... I want to start off by saying that, like, obviously we need change, but different ways we could cause change, um, the the different ways people tend to, like, disagree on. Because there's, you know, strict gun laws that we could uh, pass with the, um, like, background checks and stuff. Other people say, oh, we need, like, better security and stuff. But all these other alternatives can simply be, they, they could be solved by just tackling the problem head-on, which is, in my opinion, guns. Like, yes, people kill people, but then why do those people have the opportunity to get guns? Like it still brings back. It all goes back to the issue of like guns. Like, why does a mental, uh, mentally ill person have the opportunity to get guns without, like, being checked and stuff strictly? Um, I don't know how, how what your opinion on is. I I don't know what your opinion is on how we should. Like control this situation that's going on in the United States because we're like the only country who has a mass shooting issue
1: um well I mean it would help a lot if we you know required background checks for people who were buying guns online as well as people who were buying guns at gun shows I think it would also really help if there was like at least a 24 hour hold on buying anything from Buying guns in general, um, studies show that a lot of the times, if you put a 24-hour hold on something like that, it can actually prevent mass shootings because a lot of people end up changing their mind, Um, like the urge kind of goes away from what they were originally planning to do. They kind of clear their mind and stuff like that. Um, For example, the one that just happened in Texas, uh, if I remember correctly from reading on the news, the guy had bought the gun... Literally the night before the shooting I think it was the rifle. He bought online the night before the shooting um I also think that we need to increase age on when you can buy them Because yes. like that kid was 18 Why is an 18 year old able to you know buy guns? They don't need them? Yeah. Um, I also believe in having to do a little more intense background check um maybe mental health checks um make sure that the person is actually mentally competent to be able to have a gun a lot of people seem to be against that for some reason um i don't know whether it's they believe that people will just say oh you're incompetent so like you can't have a gun um like the government will say that but that's not what it's there for it's to make sure that people who are actually sick and twisted and planning to do something like this with guns aren't able to get them and it's done in most other countries. Um, so, yeah, no, I think no. we definitely need better regulations. I'm not saying, oh, countries. take away all of our guns and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, we need regulations on how we buy them.
0: Yeah. Um, personally, I still think that there are some guns that the general public shouldn't have access to and should only be allowed for the military, which I still don't even agree with, but that's my opinion. There's just like... In my eyes, I don't see a need for assault rifles being sold to the general public. Um, Yeah. I think shotguns and handguns are fine. Hunting rifles are fine. Um, But that's just me. Yeah,
1: I mean there's no reason for people to really have assault rifles. You can't hunt with them, it destroys the meat so much that you literally can't eat it um, when you kill things generally with assault rifles, It's there's no reason to really have them, except for just to say, oh, I have these, um, which is the reason that a lot of people buy them.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: Try and make them feel, themselves feel big, basically.
0: With this whole, like, what we we would do to change the situation topic, I want to get into, like, what we have done in the past. And me in high school, my very first protest in my whole life was the March for Our Lives protest that we held in my school. It was in junior year. It was just, like, the week after Stoneman Douglas. Um, my school is Jose Martinez at the time, and Stoneman Douglas wasn't that far from me. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's like within the hour from me. So everyone was like really sad because you know we're near like was traumatizing to us obviously, and um, in that protest. We had discussed a whole bunch of stuff like, oh, no more school shooting jokes. Like, that's not a thing to laugh at. And a lot of people in the crowd were obviously, like, partaking in that. Um, in the action, there was a lot, including one of the speakers even, was making, like, shooting jokes. Which we found hypocritical. But um, we... Like, had the discussion of no more jokes. This is not something we should joke about. It's serious. Um, everyone was recording. We were all posting on social media. Like, taking a stand. We were planning on walking out. But the school was kind of punishing us as well as some of the teachers. They were like, you leave the class, you're absent, even though, like, you're there. You're just not, like, in that class. But um, I really don't like that the teachers do that. Like, I get it's interrupting the class, but at the same time, this is something that has an effect on every student's lives. Like, every parent that has a child in school is always worried about whether their child would come home safe or not. And... Yeah, I
1: mean, um, sorry to interrupt you, but I hate when no, okay. teachers do that, because they should be kind of teaching you that, yes, you should, like, stand up for what you believe in and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times, they try and prevent you from doing so. Um. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that protest was, like, a good... Ooh, I don't remember how long it lasted, honestly. But I know for sure it was more than an hour, and, like, people were crying outside. Um, they were sad, honestly. Um, We were terrified, and ever since, like, that happened, I was always so paranoid of all the entrances of my school. And always looking, being vigilant, thinking of scenarios of where to, like, escape or how to, like, interfere if I was in a position to interfere in a shooting or whatever. And it just, like, heightened my anxiety at the time. Because on top of regular school stuff that a student has to worry about, they also have to worry about, like, whether or not a shooting's going to happen or not, which shouldn't be what a child thinks.
1: Mm-hmm. School's stressful enough.
0: Um, what else? We, after that protest that we had outside, um, I want to say a good, like, half of the school went. The other half couldn't send me because, like, they were taking exams. They couldn't miss out. The teachers wouldn't let them out. They're just kids not being there or in lunch or whatever because it was during our lunch period. Um, we were sent to the auditorium because if you wanted to send a letter to your, like, elected official, you could. So it was me and my group of friends and we were just there, like, crying for the kids that, like, passed away just recently from the Stoneman shooting. And we wrote, like, these giant letters. I forgot to who, but it was, it was an elected official. And um, he sent us those letters, like, of acknowledgement that he read them. But, like, it was a copy and paste letter. Like, it wasn't, like, personalized, mm-hmm. you know? So, it was, like, one of those automated letters. And, obviously, nothing really changed. Um, I remember for the months after that, the March for Our Lives movement started happening. And, it was being broadcasted on live TV. And, down here, because it happened down here. And, there's a lot of people here as well. Like, the streets were like, flooded with... People support in support of March for Our Lives and stuff, and um, I know other states as well had their own little um, movements, and it was being broadcasted on live television. And at the moment, it felt like we were really finally gonna get a change, but in hindsight, we really didn't get any. So, and it like kind of ruins the. Like motivation and will of trying to create change because it's like no matter how hard you try, it always seems to just like die down, and people forget about it until the next one, and then the same conversation is brought up. And in my eyes, things should have changed since Sandy Hook and even before that, since Columbine, but. With Sandy Hook, especially because it was in an elementary school with a whole bunch of elementary kids passing, um, nothing happened. So it kind of just showed everyone like, oh, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We just want money. Um, yeah.
1: Now, um, I live about an hour, like, 60 miles away from a school shooting that happened around here at Chardon High School. Um, I don't know if you heard about that, but, uh, three students died. Um, it was some kid, basically, it was a kid who went there who did it, who was basically had a rivalry with another kid, brought a gun to school, ended up killing three people, paralyzed another person, and two others got injured. Um... So that was kind of at home and kind of made our schools take gun, like, control. Uh, well, our safety protocols, I guess, a lot more serious. Um, after that was when we started having, like, active shooter-like training and stuff like that. Um, barricading drawers, we'd have, like, those um, drills, that's what they're called, and stuff like that after that. Um, which is a little bit different. It happened when I was, like... It would have looked right when I was going into high school. I think I was in ninth grade. And I remember in, like, our mm-hmm. Spanish class, that was, like, the first time that we had to, like, practice um, and talk about, like, what we're going to do in case there is an active shooter here. Um, so it started changing my perspective on school a little bit more. Because um, it did hit somewhat close to home. Um... We had actually a month or two ago um, a kid at a school that we played football against. Um, very small school. It was like like the one that I talked about, um, like mine that we talked about last episode. Um, very small school. It had like I think it actually had less kids than we do at my high school that I had graduated from. Um, actually, brought a gun to school and shot himself in the cafeteria. Um, for some Jesus. some reason. Didn't kill anyone else, but still it's kind of terrifying to think that was, like, 20 minutes away from me, not even. So, like, that was crazy. And I feel so bad for the kids who had to watch that happen. Because, you know, it was at lunchtime, it was, like, full of, like, kids. And, like, a class that's that small, they had probably, I would say, like, 40 kids graduating class. Like, you knew everyone, you know? Um mm-hmm. So that was tough we had like um they had like grief counselors and everything there (laughs) a woman actually got arrested because like the the um parents didn't know what was going on so parents just heard that you know there's a gun shot fired at the school so they all started going there um and one of the mothers for some reason brought a gun that wasn't Mm -hmm. registered and she got arrested because she had a gun on school property which anyways um Kind of crazy. Um, I do actually want to have a case of um, experience in an active shooter situation. Um, My my college that I went to, um, what year was this? This was probably back in 2018. It was right when me and Alex had started right either before or after me and Alex started dating. So it was like, I think it was 2018. I think it was right before. And we were all sitting and having lunch in like um, one of the like common areas that we have um, at my campus. And we all started getting texts like over our um, phones. our campus sends like whenever there's something that's happening, they send you texts or like their um, police, like whatever text message system. And we all got a text, and it was like active shooter on campus, and we were like, "What?" We thought it was like they were just testing, and like we were freaking out because we're like, we don't know what to do. We have never ever been talked to, to about on campus about what to do during an active shooter thing ever. Um, which I think is something that campuses need to do after going through this. Um, all. Because I feel like a lot of college campuses don't tell you what to do in case of an active shooter. And I feel like a lot of them also don't have anything in place to deal with it. I don't know if yours does. But um, this made it very, very obvious that ours was not prepared for this. We had Mm -hmm. kids in classrooms that wouldn't lock. They were taking off their belts to wrap around the doors and stuff like that to lock them. Because the door literally the professors could not get the keys to lock the doors or they just didn't have any and stuff like that. We got literally no- nothing other than there's an active shooter on campus, nothing about like where they were or anything like that. Um, where they, the person actually was, was in a floor directly above where I was. There was a stairwell where we were sitting up to where the guy was. Um He was like maybe he was literally like one stairwell away um probably about 20 feet 20 to 30 feet um and so we were all here eating we got that um the workers at the cafe like just kind of kicked us out they were like we don't know what to do just like get out of here and like started kicking Mm -hmm. everyone out and like closing down the doors and we're like, w- where do we go? We're just in a hallway. Like, like I said, that shooter ended up being, um, well, the guy ended up being in the building that we were in. Just a different floor of it. So it was um, a little terrifying. We ended up, I had keys to one of the labs um, that I had worked at so me and my friends ended up running across campus down to my lab that I knew that we could lock because like like I said no one was giving us direction um the only thing in the building that we were in was just restaurants and they were kicking everyone out and closing the doors um basically which I'm like you guys probably should let us stay in there but whatever um so we ended up running across campus. There were all these kids that we were seeing that, like, once we got in the building that were, like, confused, walking around, like, what do we do? So I, like, gathered, like, a group of them that um, I had known, and we all went and hid in the lab that I had. We, like, turned off the lights, went and, like, hid behind, like, I worked in a 3D printing lab, so we had a lot of very, very, like, big machines and stuff like that. So we, like, turned off the lights, hid in there for, like, two hours, um, just waiting to hear, like what was happening um my brother was literally like getting ready to leave and they told him no you have to go back somewhere else like the cops told him they're like you're not allowed to leave they weren't letting anyone leave campus at all um and stuff like that it was very scary very very unorganized um like i said my I mean my friends were having to barricade doors and like it, it was ridiculous to me that they couldn't even find anything to lock doors with that the students were literally having to take off their own belts to lock doors so they can try and stay safe. Um, the guy ended up actually, it didn't end up actually being an active shooter. He didn't shoot anyone. Um, I don't, if I remember right, I don't even think the guy ended up having a gun. It was like some argument that two people got into the one dude thought he saw that the other guy had a gun so he told the police and they took it as an active shooter situation is what ended up happening um if i remember i don't think he actually had one but i can't remember for sure but at the time like no one i mean none of us knew that we were all freaking out obviously um it took them two hours to clear it up um classes ended up being canceled for the rest of that day um because like i said everyone's on like high alert so they canceled all the classes for the rest of the day um so yeah very scary um and then i guess my first experience with gun violence in schools and all this crazy stuff that has been going on in the u.s um would have been when i was in elementary school um i had actually went to a different elementary school than i went to high school my parents actually pulled me out of the elementary school that I had originally been going to where I lived um because they kept finding like guns and bullets and stuff like that in like the restrooms and at like the school stadium and everything at the time it was just very unsafe for some reason um we had gotten out of school like twice for people calling in bomb threats and stuff like that and it was in elementary school like I got pulled out when I was in third grade um so, I've been aware, kind of aware of this as a thing my whole life. It's just kind of been normal for me, almost. Just because, like, I've just been around it because of that. Um, Because the school that I had originally gone to, thankfully my parents pulled me out of there. And I went to a lot smaller school that was a lot safer. But, yeah. um, I think that's about all my experiences with um that kind of thing um Um, there's also that um i don't don't know if you remember that but that brooklyn shooting that one terrified me too that subway shooting that just happened like a month ago do you remember that mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: so my brother actually lives in brooklyn he takes the subway like every day to and from brooklyn because he works in Manhattan. He works actually at Central Park. Um, so that was actually really scary for me and my whole family. Because we had no idea if he was okay. Like, we didn't know if he was on that subway. Because it was right at the time that, like, he would normally go come to and from work. So that was also, like, kind of terrifying. Um, thankfully, my mom actually randomly knows a police officer in Brooklyn. And he told her, like, where it was. And it wasn't, like, the one that he takes, Think. God, but um, that was also very, very um,
0: scary. See, um, my experience. Um, I don't think we ever had an active shooter. We've had cold reds, but that was because a guy with a knife came to the school. But um, we would do like a whole bunch of trains right after some in Douglas. We had drills randomly throughout the day where the principal would just randomly say school shooter on the announcement and then everyone would like know what to do. I was in my biology class and it was on the third floor. So it's like one of the safer floors because to go to the third when the first is like there it doesn't make sense. But We were on the safer floor and the science teachers all had like this link room where at the very back of all the science class, there'd be another door that would link into the storage room where all the chemicals or like the displays, whatever that they needed for their lectures, they had in that room. But it linked with all the other science teachers. So everyone would gather up in the storage room, shut, and lock all the doors, obviously. Turn off the lights in every room. They would barricade the doors, and then they would have, like, harmful chemicals in their hand in case the shooter were to come in that they could just, like, pour on them. And it was super pitch black. Like, you couldn't see a thing. So you couldn't see things. You had the thought of a school shooter in the school, and then everyone else is panicking and screaming. It's not fun. It was like really traumatizing, obviously. When I think about it, um, that was my like experience with the drills and stuff. My school now, I don't know if they have any procedures, but I know that they let you know through text, like, hey, there's a school shooter drill, or there's a school shooter. For active shooter, I mean, Um, they usually report, like, near the area where it is, but sometimes they don't, and it's super scary, because it, like, rings, and then you just read it on the display of your phone, like, oh, there's a shooter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Something I want to point out, too, is, like, the amount of shootings that we've had as a country um there ha- there is a definition right like there's a criteria for um what co- what is considered a mass shooting and it is three or more persons shot in one incident without including the shooter himself like the perpetrator at a single location at like the same time other shootings and stuff. Um, gang shootings aren't considered one. Organized crime and drug wars aren't also considered for that. Um, but yeah, that that's what constitutes as a, a mass shooting, and the the weird thing. When I was trying to find these statistics, was that there was a whole bunch of like links when I first saw the statistics, but I saw it was five days ago. And the first thing that instantly came into my mind was this is outdated. You know how bad an issue has to be that you have to check like the date of because of the amount of school shootings that happen in this country? I literally saw five days ago and I thought to myself, that's outdated. There might have been one in the last five days. Like, that's not a proper way of thinking at all. That's how messed up we are. Um, I can't find like the grand amount of total, but I know in Florida there has been what well, seems to be six or seven already. Eight, sorry, seven, eight. Within this year, and that is more than one per month on average. Um, the last one that happened in Florida was in mm, Maine, in Malabar. There was no like. Uh, let me see. There was four victims, but no deaths. So it was mainly injuries.
1: Yeah. And, um, to talk about a little bit about you saying that you have to, the first thought that you thought of was this is outdated is that it is because, um, Earlier, I don't know if it was this morning or late last night. There was a, a mass shooting in uh, Philadelphia. I don't know if you saw that, um, but left three dead and like eleven wounded.
0: Yeah, and one of I the see it. popular places to um, on South hang Street. Out. Yep. So, yeah, Just today, it's... as a matter of fact, that wasn't. There was one in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and another one in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Tennessee one actually was a lot. It injured 12, killed two in a nightclub.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. These are mass shootings, though. Not, like, specifically school shootings, but that's still kind of insane. Um, have you ever met a sorry, have you ever met a victim of like a school shooting before? No, I have not. And I have. It was a Survivor from the Stoneman of this shooting, and I met them in my freshman year. Um, my roommate's ex girlfriend, or person he was talking to, I think it was his ex girlfriend. She came from over there, and though this one night we were partying, everyone laughed, and it was just me, my two roommates, and her, and. I forget what we were talking about, but the school shooting, like, came up, and I remember thinking, like, wow, she is actually, like, a survivor, like, that's actually so crazy to me, because, like, it's so, like, terrifying to even just put myself in that position, and she was talking about, like, how... The whole situation went that everyone thought it was a fire alarm because, um, for those who aren't aware, the Summon Douglas shooting happened because the dude pulled the fire alarm to get everyone in the classes out, and everyone thought it was a fire alarm, so they had their guards down, and it ended up being a mass shooter. Um, she was saying that everyone was thinking it was like a fire alarm. And people went out of the classes and instead started hearing gunshots. And they ran back in their class. People were, were like scattered everywhere. And I think she was saying that she was like a few classes down. But it was just like terrifying. Yeah, that's it's
1: rough. It's a rough topic <laughs> to talk about. shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue but it is um a lot of it due to just lack in gun control honestly also lack in mental health in this country um Mm -hmm. but i think i have i think i kind of touched on everything i wanted to touch on guy do you have anything else
0: no that's really it i think we went through like what we think should happen, like our experiences, um, what we've done to try and change the situation and make statistics of it. I think that's everything I wanted to talk about. Um, for next week, we're going to have a not as a pressing topic, where we talk about, like, aliens, and whether we believe a life outside of Earth exists, um, whether or not we believe, why we believe in, whether or not they do, and, like, some theories. Obviously, we're not, like, uh, astronomers and stuff, or cosmologists. We don't really know where those theories are right, but... I have, like, my suspicions, and I think it'd be, like, a fun topic to talk about.
1: bit more fun about than this one, um, definitely. Um, so, if you guys are listening, if you enjoyed, please, um, subscribe to us, follow us, uh, whatever it is, wherever you're listening. It helps us, um, helps new people find us and all that fun stuff. I also do have another announcement on the, um, June 18th or I I guess it'd be June 19th. Um, We will not be posting a podcast. It is Father's Day, and I am actually also moving that day. So I'm going to be very, um, that week, I should say. So I'm going to be very, very busy that week. Um, So in two weeks, we will not be posting a podcast, but we will catch it back up on the 26th. We will have an episode, just like normal, at 5 p.m., eastern standard time so yeah hope you have a great day and come back next week to hear about aliens